Hello and welcome to the Powerhouse Performance Club podcast with me, Liam Lauf. So as promised, I've managed to persuade Josh, Josh Scott, one of the founders of Powerhouse, just to come on the podcast. So hello, Josh. How's it going? Not too bad, mate. Steady standard uh, Monday at Powerhouse. Just done our Monday meeting, going over the figures, numbers and what's going on at Powerhouse. And some exciting stuff coming for you guys in the next couple of months uh, with us at Powerhouse. Cool, so we'll just try and keep it as normal as we can, uh, see how we do. So for me personally, I, I feel like we do put a lot of posts out of our members, looking good, lifting heavy weights, you know, running fast, coming to circuits, boot camps, whatever it is. Quite often we rarely talk about ourselves, apart from me. So I thought it might be nice to get you on, just to speak your part. And next week we've got Daz on as well. I've also got a member coming on tomorrow, potentially. I'll keep that top secret. Just a few daft questions, you know, you can go in as much detail as you want, so... I think people are quite often curious about your rugby background. So what were some big rugby highlights for you? Um, so me getting into the gym and, and, you know, it was all to do with rugby. Uh, we're down south, uh, but I'm actually a rugby league player through and through. Uh, so that's why I don't play as much rugby as I used to do. Um, so for me, I started playing at, at four years old up until 29, where I've sort of semi-retired, but I'm, people are still trying to get me to, to go back into rugby. But... <laughs> But yeah, for me, it was starting off semi-pro up north, a town called Keithley. I ended up playing for a little bit of Leeds Rhinos as well. And then I joined the military uh, and then had a really successful military rugby career in there where I went on to represent um, Great Britain Armed Forces at two World Cups, uh, captain in the RAF uh, side. And then going on to tour in places uh, like Holland, Canada, Australia and um, so I did quite well in the military and then also did a little bit of semi-pro rugby down at Oxford Rugby League while I was still serving which was quite difficult balancing military um, semi-pro uh, rugby career plus trying to do PT on the side so it was a bit of a it's balancing a struggle, act. Wasn't it, yeah. yeah so so yeah and I'm pretty much semi-retired at the moment um, at 30 years old I feel like I need to move on a little bit on that side of things, but but yeah, rugby got me into the gym. I initially hated the gym. Um, sixteen, I think, I was my first time into the gym, and it was through rugby. Um, they're like, look, you're getting, you know, get a bit older now. You need to actually put some weight on because I was, yeah. uh, I played in the forwards, so I need to put a little bit of size on. So my first time was in the gym, and it was just like pretty scary as it is for a lot of people. And then nobody gave me a program back then. It was a pretty Mickey Mouse. It was just like, yeah, go to the gym, get Just train hard, get big. Yeah, so then I go into the gym and then just see all these like big bodybuilders that clearly on on some juice back then, but there was all all they were doing were like tricep dips and you know, tricep pull downs and bicep curls. I'm like, Oh, I need to do arm work. So literally arms, arms, arms. Yeah, so literally it was a bodybuilding split for the first year. Still hated it, but then got got you know you start seeing results and you're like oh I look quite quite big now or look look more defined and stuff, but then I really realised that you know doing the bodybuilding training was not helping my rugby aspect Spot, and that's yeah. when I sort of started taking a better knowledge and understanding of 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 uh, the gym and actual sport specific stuff and what's going to help me in my my game so. Yeah, initially hated the gym to start with, but found a love for it after a while once you get past the uh, past the pain and the sort of intimidation of it. I think but, that's quite interesting, isn't it? So people often focus a lot on looking good, mm. but it doesn't necessarily correlate between performing good. So 
I'm no rugby player. I'm not even a fan, to be honest, but I appreciate the level you play. That was pretty good. Uh, so obviously you need strength, you need to be robust, you need to accelerate, you need to be resistant to injury and stuff like that. So how did your approach change? So when you were last playing, what did your gym sessions look like? Yeah, so my when I was playing last, it was all to do with... Um, you know, building strength and power up, so it wasn't necessarily a sort of like hypertrophy, so it wasn't like your, your bodybuilding split, like chest day, back day, you know, lower yeah, day. Standard. Was, yeah, it was, was, was sort of emphasised on a lot more power work, so it did, uh, for me, it's for some people and not for other people, but like Olympic lifting or variants of Olympic lifting to generate power and ex- explosive power for, for my sport and rugby, and, you know, it's quite brutal contact, so developing a high level of power and strength is key so there's a lot of Olympic lifted movements med ball throws slams um, a lot of sort of um, those sort of movements and then we're built on our strength so it used to be you know deadlifts bench just yeah sort of one to six reps building a, a, a good solid foundation of strength and then depending where whereabouts in the season you was you would do like a little bit of hypertrophy you know over the off season if you needed to put a little bit of size on for for say my position which was prop you know you could sort of get into your food a little bit more and do a little bit of hypertrophy but mainly it was building strength and then that strength turning into power uh, to then move on to the field so it was a transition from gym work into field-based stuff that sort of correlates over into the rugby league aspect but throughout my rugby career you know there's I think remember back in the day or when I first started playing like semi-pro at 16 it was like I think we was doing like it was very Pilates orientated, so yeah. I'd never even touched on stretching and Pilates. But this woman at Keevley got us doing these crazy Pilates moves, and I was like, "What's this?" And then going from that to like touching on boxing type training for rugby as well. And then we also did like judo incorporated into rugby training because with rugby league, it's very sort of like it comes from a wrestling background. So we introduced you know judo type aspects into our training. So it's been. It's been quite diverse and I've been put through a lot of different training styles and systems and learned a lot over my years playing rugby from different coaches to sort of low level coaches to quite high level coaches and seeing their different aspects on, on actual cool. training athletes. And then also from going to gyms and seeing, you know, how, you know, bodybuilders sort of do it or from CrossFit, you know, I sort of had a nice range and I can sort of appreciate a lot of different training you know styles and modalities and stuff because what i used to do before i used to sort of like you know you sort of go to the gym or they're doing something different to me or that's not right and stuff like that but yeah you get very trapped in your own world don't you yeah. so crossfit strength bodybuilding you yeah. almost i think everyone does it initially kind of have your little kind of snigger and you think what's he doing over there watch crossfit yeah. when crossfit first come on the scene everyone used to laugh and now it's taken very seriously and you understand and the same with powerlifting you might laugh at the grunt but you know it's part of the process of lifting heavy for some people so it's interesting to see how it's all changed for you yeah yeah definitely and it's just to sort of take things with a pinch of salt as well and always learn and always you know you can learn from different you know from different sports or different modalities and stuff like that so it's not one once you know one sort of set set thing that we need to do and for me i've changed my training over the years i used to be all about you know lift as much as possible and yes yeah, so and yeah. stuff like that but now 
as I'm getting older, you know, a lot of us are training more endurance and longevity and stuff. longevity and you know that that kind of things and you know lifting crazy weights and wrecking my joints is probably back and uh, stuff. Yeah, like I yeah. still I still massively value strength, but not as much as I used to. Yeah. Like I used to chase crazy numbers and it was all about picking it off the floor rather than with good form. And and now I still value that strength quality, but. I'm massively toned it down. Yeah. So I don't want to get too much on the charity row yet, but what does your training look like now, apart from that cardio element? Um, apart from the cut, so my training at the moment has been a bit sort of wish-washy. Um, from last year's charity row, I've sort of struggled a little bit with um, my knee. I've just sort of overdone it with my... Um, and the walking with three feet. Yeah, the walking with the weight up those hills last year, sort of take out my knee. But I've just come back from a bit of a rehab program on my knee. But again, um, strength's always going to be there, like your heavy deadlifts, um, try to get keep the heavy backs and bench press and then just a bit of accessory work from there. But the endurance side of things for me is we're coming up to the rows key, so I'll do, so for me it's more like, I like to do circuit training with, you know, functional weights. Um, so just because I enjoy it more as well. It, it I think that's a big me. part, yeah. isn't it? So rather than find this perfect thing, something you enjoy, you've got to consistently do more. Yeah, exactly. So I've you know it's not for everyone, but I I enjoy getting pushed in my own sessions, like to sort of it's more of like a mental game for me as well. I need to push myself and you not feel challenged. Yeah, yeah, not to the extreme where I'm breaking my body, but just so I know I've I've worked hard like for the that session. Push a good workout. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, that's where I'm at, and then I'm currently just getting my rowing up now for the. You know, it's coming around pretty quick for this this twenty four yeah. row. So starting to get some rowing sessions in now. Uh, after seeing Daz smashing the the rowing out the past few weeks, I'm like, oh, best pull my yeah, finger. I, th- I think Daz is definitely into it the most, isn't he? So yeah. for those listening, Daz is doing like five sessions a week. I'm doing one or two, and I think Josh is just getting yeah. into it. So I'm sure we'll all smash it in our own way. But yeah, well, what's your approach to it? Are you just gonna kind of beast it out? Are you gonna do interval training? What's your plan? Um, I'm sort of just building up to them at the moment, like on time. Um, so I'm just sort of just building up, sort in like twenty minutes, forty minutes. And I'm gonna jump up to an hour and then just yeah, stay an hour more, and then just mix some intervals just in there as well. And again, it just all depends on like how my day's running. If I've got enough time to fit in a long row, I'll do an hour's row that day or a couple of hours row. But if it's super busy day, I'll just smash some intervals just to try and get that side of uh, the fitness up on it. But I think come the end of the day, I think, you know, we can just, if you've got, got the mentality for it, you can just sit there and, and smash yeah. out the row. Like I'm, A lot of his mindset is... Yeah, I'm not aiming to break any like records. I think Daz has no. got his heart set on some records. I think but, as a short ass, I'm just trying to survive, to be honest. Yeah, so. but I think it'll be a good, good, good fun and we'll test ourselves again and hopefully less strain on our body rather than on the, the free peaks we did last year. So, yeah, but looking forward to it and raising some money for some good causes. So, yeah. yeah definitely looking forward to that. Just curious, so, so what, would you, what would your approach to weight loss be? So, obviously, if you do quite a lot of PT as well, just in a different location. So, I'm just curious for those listening, like, what's your approach to weight loss? Do you focus more on strength, on your calorie reduction, cardio? What's your take on it? Um, so, like, it's just... It's to see where, you know, because we get all sorts of um, wonderful different types of clients. You know, mm. some people have been training for years. Some people have literally just stepped through the gym. So I think it all depends on, on the person that walks through and, you know, the assessment. And when you, you chat to them just to see where they're at. Some people, it may be just to sort of sort things out at home, like just getting them to a, a structure at home with the routine, with the food and sort of that side of things and sleep and looking at 
the rest of the lifestyle um, and then introducing some nutrition protocols say you know tracking your food and then maybe giving them some calories to track but again calorie deficit and, and getting them moving more is, you know that's going to be the key thing just to sort of emphasize on like you know you need to move more i think the movement's so key because a lot of people have office jobs these days and nine to fives and it's just you want to cut the calories cut the calories cut the calories mm. cut the calories but they're not really prepared to kind of go for a walk yeah. get out on a sunday like you are always doing you know go for a bike ride or whatever it's all yeah. just like i want to do a boot camp i want to do a hit class i want to smash myself on yeah. beasted and it, it's often like you like you touched on it's people's lifestyles that's the issue yeah. so they're not moving enough and obviously you cut down someone's calories but you can only do it so much yeah so if you've got quite up, if you've yeah. got a petite female who's office based what are you going to say like 1200 like yeah. people doing these thousand calorie diets but because they're not moving there's such a small like window of opportunity if you like yeah exactly so like a lot of people will say you know we've sat down a lot in our jobs sat down behind desks and people you know it is good to have, get these smart watches or smartphones or whatever and just to actually see how little you do move and you, you can be quite shocked like even me doing a pt job mostly is you know i think i'm on my feet a lot but i've had some days where i've literally just moved like three thousand steps i'm just like ah maybe i Let's need to sort walk. of get get my steps up as well because like i'm 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 the gym where I work out is run underground and there's no windows and it can get a bit like claustrophobic in there. So I've one of my New Year's resolutions, so to speak, is to actually get out and, and go for like 30, 40 minute walk in between clients or a bit of downtime or my lunch break just to get one, get out and get some fresh air in, two, get my steps up and three, bang a podcast on like you know Liam's got some really good stuff out so <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for the plug get, get the plug in but you know you can, you can always be learning as well get some fresh air in and, and get outside and get those steps in so yeah definitely I've noticed myself by just even hitting you know I, I, obviously I work out as well but getting the steps in has added to to my sort of subtle weight loss goal after Christmas after having a few too many cakes and uh, as you do, as yeah. you do. But yeah, on, on weight loss, it's, you know, the basic stuff. But I would focus on strength as well, like no craziness. A massive yeah, like get, get a solid foundation of strength. Get some good protocols at home, you know, food, sleep, stress. Get them under control. Then you can sort of whittle down to, you know, getting cutting calories straight down or the macros or chucking like, the minute details. I think a lot of people are like... The, the focus on the tiny minute details like the one yeah, percent yeah yeah the things that the, don't really matter yeah like when to when to eat breakfast yeah and when, like how nu- often to space your meals yeah nutrition timing and like oh can i am i supposed to eat before you know workout or just stop me losing fat you know it's you know keep it super simple just focus on moving more being a bit more cautious with your food try and cook more like single ingredient foods rather than going to the process but you know it is difficult but you know take small little steps don't jump all in at once and try and do everything at once because you'll just end up setting yourself a failure have little goals write them down each day just tick them off as you go and you'll you know you'll you'll get there um, eventually so but yeah not to overcomplicate fat loss or weight loss it's it's it is simple but people just overcomplicate it sometimes. Um, but yeah, move more, eat a bit better, and uh, lift it's almost not, not relying on one thing, isn't it? So don't just rely on strength. Don't just rely on like biceps curls to lose weight. Don't just rely on your diet. Don't just rely on walking. If you can create that little perfect storm, mm-hmm. and it just kind of happens gradually. 
Uh, I think another big thing is just tracking progress as well, so you can actually see it happening. Don't yeah. get too focused on the scales, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, people. I see a lot of people come to me like, oh, I'm this way, oh, I want to get down to this way, and it's just like, stop thinking about what, just yeah. the way. Why does the number matter? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's how you look and feel, you know, a picture paints a thousand words rather than yeah, some numbers pictures. that could, you know, I could weigh, you know, about four kilograms different from the morning to the evening, depending on how, how stressful or how much food I've eaten that day, you know. Yeah, You know, like, weight, you know, varies a lot, you know, pictures, the sort of, Gonna yeah. give you a better I think client. people are never really comfortable to take pictures, but it's it's the best advice ever because you can't really hide from the picture week yeah. on week. Whereas the weight will have you second guessing yourself and feeling frustrated and mm-hmm. feeling like you're not getting anywhere because you're holding water or your stress levels or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just like things like the way your clothes are fitting or how you feel is gonna be a massive thing, like you know, massive sort of uh, picture of how you're going rather than some you know, weight on the scale sort of thing and getting beaten up about that and stepping on and, you know, so, yeah, pictures and sort of how you fit into your clothes are a good way to sort of manage your progress see how you're getting on. But again, don't beat yourself up if you've, you've done really well and you've let yourself go for a week. Don't be like, oh my God, I've, I'm back to square one. It's, you know, you've got, sometimes you've got to realise how far you've come, you know, because I see a lot of people smash it, they lost loads of weight, they're feeling amazing. You know, they've had a couple of weeks off, they might have been on holiday and stuff, and they're like, oh, no, like... But you've got to look, look where you were six months ago and look yeah, where you are now. Yeah. It's like that with a couple of, you know, uh, our powerhouse members, you know. Like, yeah. oh, I've not had a good week or a good couple of weeks. Yeah, you've had a few birthday parties, but that's life, you know. You know, if you, you know we emphasise people still enjoying the lifestyle, still being able to go out and have a drink and stuff. We're not super strict, so... There's limits, you know, and but just just look where you've come from and see the progress, and sort of you know we're always improving, you know every day is a day to sort of get better, so it's not just a one week or two weeks. Yeah, it's it's a, a lifestyle, yeah. Long term yeah. picture. Long term picture. Uh, a few quick questions got wrote down. Some some silly ones. Any plans to get back into CrossFit? Because I know you're quite into that at one point. Um, yes. After the road potentially. Yeah. So. We we've we're all pretty busy at powerhouse, you know, work work, you know, crazy hours and got the PT and stuff. But hopefully in the next few months we can sort of find a bit more time because with CrossFit it's like at set times like you do at powerhouses, set classes and unfortunately when we're PTing is mainly when the CrossFit yeah. classes are. But yeah, I'm looking to get over and start again because you know it's I know it's not for everyone, um, but I seem to enjoy it and I me training in a group as well I feel like I'm not pushing myself in my own sessions and I feel like getting coached as well by another set of coaches yeah that's you know, interesting yeah because a lot of PTs think oh that's me I'm done like I know everything I, I'm I know it all but like level, I've, yeah level 3 qual knows it all yeah I've done, I've done <laughs> level 3 personal training in one week I, I know everything but to get another coach's perspective and talk to them and learn off them and you know share knowledge it's, it's always good and I find the people at the CrossFit sort of places are like a bit more my age and a bit more relatable yeah. and, and stuff like that and I wouldn't mind getting into some competitions not like I'm going to go to the CrossFit Games or anything but like some small fitness stuff just to keep me ticking over because I do like the team competitiveness of being a rugby player for, for God knows how many years and I, I need to have that sort of fix in my life so yeah definitely I've been saying last year I wanted to get back into it no time but definitely definitely this year at some point get back into it after the row so yeah looking forward to that interesting what was your favourite lift? ooh 
My favourite lit, so I think squatting for me is my, like, back squat for me is probably my my uh, favourite lift just because I've got a not bad pair of quads on me and I can sort of lift a bit of tin on that. But uh, cleans, I do enjoy cleans. Thanks. I think it's just one of those things that is it's quite enjoyable. We can start lifting that weight up there. One thing I'm not a fan of is handstand walking or any of that gymnastic <laughs> stuff. As if you know me or you've seen me, I'm not the most agile. So like kipping and handstand push-ups or wall, wall, wall press-ups and stuff, I'm, I'm not the best. But again... I'm always happy to learn and try new things. Um, but yeah, see how we get on with that this year. What's the most you've benched? Oh, most I've benched. Uh, I think it was uh I think it was about one four five for, for for three reps back in the day. But if I tried that now I think my arms would fall off. I'm not the I'm not the strongest I've ever been at the moment, but again looking to get back in and build some strength this year. Um but yeah. Cool. Any pl- I know you were toying with the idea. Any plans to, to try a vegan diet, or are you just curious, or are you gonna? Um, I think I just said that to annoy Daz. Um, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like obviously a lot of vegans are sort of it's it's got a massive. Um, it's popular. It's it. very popular at the moment. Vegan and they're enjoying it. Yeah, I feel like for me, it's just one. It's to challenge myself to see if I could do it and like sort of follow something some for a month. Yeah. yeah, and just to see if there is any sort of crossover how I'm feeling, just as a sort of yeah. um, structure to myself, and then just to see what it's like. You know, we've all probably watched the the documentary on Netflix, and you know, it's yeah. very, very, very biased, biased towards um, going the vegan way and this and that and the other, but. There is a couple of things in there like, yeah, it does make a bit of sense. But again, you can't really read too much in there that when the people that are producing it have got a lot of stocks and shares yeah. in vegan companies, so it's benefits them. But I feel I might do in the summer, um, again, get the rowing out of the way because I don't want to sort of be playing around my diet too much before that. I want to train well and then probably give it a month um, just to see if I can do it and see if there is any benefits. But long term, I don't think you'll see me... Um, Going vegan long term as I, I like my meat too much. Same, I like my steak. Yeah, I don't think I could give the steaks up, but again, you know, it's. I think you can agree most of us don't eat enough fruits and vegetables, though. So yeah. that's, the, that's the big core principle. So you could even just. People do these meat free days, aren't they? Or they're just trying yeah. to eat more produce. So I think that's a massive fan whether, uh, factor, whether you go all vegan or not. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That's why people have realised the benefits of going vegan is because of probably just smashed like loads of carbohydrates like pastas and yeah. meats and then they've not really touched the vegetables they've gone vegan and obviously all they're doing now is eating fruit and veg and it's like oh i feel amazing like but yeah because you weren't eating the veg back when you was on the you know eat everything diet so but it's, it's got its place and you know it's, it's interesting to see the way um the fitness industry is going with all that side of things because it's becoming more eco-friendly and like veganism is you know i went i went to the philippines and there's so many like vegan shops out there yeah. i think it's it's, it's it's catching on everywhere and nothing it's a bit trend isn't it yeah and we can start getting vegan greg's sausage rolls i think you know even the, the commercial side of things it's sort of catching on but again it's you know it's one or the other if you if you are a vegan like you know crack on we've got nothing yeah. against the sort of thing it's everyone's each to it's their own choice sort of thing. yeah Exactly, and if if you you sort of uh, work better on that, then then crack on. But it is interesting to see the performance side of going full vegan. Like, 
because um, obviously you need to sort of supplement some of your diet with yeah there's a guy whose podcast I listen to uh, L- London Real uh, you've yeah. probably heard about him he did an Ironman or triathlon uh, completely on the vegan diet but he was having drips and all sorts and yeah. dietitians and stuff so it's for most people I would be a bit wary kind of thing yeah. but he, he completed it Brian Rose he was called yeah. Uh, last one anything you miss about the military (laughs) (laughs) Um, do you want to talk too much about the military um, well it's quite a cool question like because it's it's 10 years since I signed up to the day so yeah 10 years I was thinking about the other day it popped up on my Facebook news for the other day anything miss of it one the rugby like um, I got some cool trips in the rugby and travelling all over the world and literally getting paid to play like was pretty cool uh, but just just the lads essentially you know the yeah, guys social. are the main thing the social events in there uh, but you know what the military is for some people you know if you're if you're still in there and loving life then I've got nothing against you but for me at that point and I know for for you and Daz it was just like yeah, right yeah. I want to do something now that's gonna impact people and yeah we've actually got a, a sort of a vision and a meaning for our lives now we've but make yeah. an impact, you know. I feel like things. my mindset is completely yeah. different. Like how I how how I speak to people is different. Like how positive mm-hmm. I am is different. Like you probably remember, I was a lot more negative in the military. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you almost like thrive on negativity and yeah. things going wrong and stuff like that. And it's completely yeah. changed the mindset when you left. Yeah, it's definitely that environment in the military, especially where we was. It was just sort of like oh, you're just wishing for the days to finish and you're not really Laziness. productive and you was quite lazy back then and we just wanted to get out of there and there was no real sort of drive to do anything because the job was a bit mundane let's say um but yeah now we've, we've you know me you and dad we've sort of changed as people and you know progressing and we're learning like we're reading books like we're so, like <laughs> the I'm, first I'm, time ever yeah i feel <laughs> me and liam have got a library between us um but yeah just progress and just seeing where, where it goes with Powerhouse, you know, we're super buzzing with how it's gone from, you know, just turning up. You know, we started this when we was all in and now me me and Liam are out and obviously Daz is out next month. TikTok on Party that. time. Party time for Daz is actually out. Um, but, but yeah, it's been, it's been a big change and got nothing against the military. I, I learned a lot about myself. and Yeah, you can't regret it, can you? But yeah. If, if I'd have not joined up, I'd have still been up north, like living a yeah, small time mentality. I don't know what I'd be doing, but... You know, it, it does make you grow up and gives you gives you values, but I think it springboarded us into the right path. And uh, but yeah, hopefully many more years at Powerhouse to come. So, so yeah. Cool. So I'd like to thank Josh for coming on and having a good conversation, and look forward to Daz next week. Thanks for listening. As always, feel free to share if you found it interesting or useful, and we'll see you next time.